This is the Scoop for Wednesday. I'm Josh Holton with the WMNF News Headlines. A panel of state appeal court judges questioned attorneys about the constitutionality of North Florida's congressional districts yesterday. As Valerie Crowder reports, some of the judges took issue with plaintiffs' arguments against the state's removal of the region's only district where African-American voters could elect their candidate of choice. The original shape of former Congressional District 5 was described by one judge as, quote, non-compact and, quote, bizarre. The district stretched from Gadsden County to eastern Duval County. Attorneys were also questioned about whether or not drawing an African-American performing district in the region meets federal requirements under the Voting Rights Act. Genesis Robinson is with Equal Ground, an Orlando-based advocacy group that's suing over the map. You know, some of these questions, you know, appear to not have a basis in terms of what was necessarily before them. But, you know, it is our hope that these questions bring clarity to them being able to restore congressional representation for voters that uh, lost it in North Florida. Robinson says plaintiffs are hopeful that they'll prevail in the case, which could end up before the state Supreme Court. The first district court of appeal is expected to issue a ruling by November 22nd. The appeal court took up the case after denying a request from both sides to expedite the case directly to the Florida Supreme Court. I'm Valerie Crowder. A petition seeking to protect one of the most endangered whales in the world by creating restrictions near Florida's West Coast ports was denied by federal officials on Friday. WMNS Chris Young reports. The petition would have restricted speeds for vessels and banned transit at night along waters from Pensacola to just south of Tampa. It was submitted by various environmental groups to NOAA Fisheries. But in a bulletin posted to their website, NOAA Fisheries said that fundamental conservation tasks are needed before they consider vessel regulations. Michael Jasny is the director of the Marine Mammal Protection Project at the Natural Resources Defense Council. He spoke out after the proposal was denied. Last year, a group of about 100 marine scientists said that unless meaningful conservation measures are taken, the United States is going to cause the first ever extinction of a great whale species. And that is exactly what we're looking at. Jasny stressed the importance of vessel regulations to protect the whale. We know that uh, vessel strikes are, pose a very serious risk to the survival of the species. We know how to reduce vessel strikes in a way that's practicable, um, and yet... Uh, you find that the, the federal government has enacted. But Michael Rubin, CEO of the Florida Ports Council, considers this a win. We always thought the petition was fundamentally flawed, uh, really was uh, a request with some regulations uh, that really didn't make any sense for the logistics and, and supply chain industry in Florida. Rubin says it would have been a setback for Florida ports. We know what the trade route lanes are, so can we do stuff with, with uh, sonar and everything else to, to help out on it? And that to us is, is a better discussion rather than coming out with a, a regulation, a bright line regulation that, that shuts down commerce. U.S. Senator Rick Scott also called on NOAA to reject the proposed rule. For WMNF News, I'm Chris Young. There's a possible leak of radioactive water at a Polk County phosphogypsum stack owned by the giant fertilizer company Mosaic. It's at their new Wales plant near Mulberry. That's where there was a massive sinkhole draining millions of gallons of processed wastewater into the aquifer in 2016. 
Reagan Whitlock, a staff attorney for the Center for Biological Diversity, was on WMNF's Tuesday Cafe. A few years ago, the Florida Department of Environmental Protection ordered this facility to halt all construction operations because of seismic activity that was recorded and then ordered additional seismic monitoring to happen at the site. Whether what they're currently referring to or not has been ordered by the regulators is unclear. I invite additional technology at this site and certainly have no problem with that, but it downplays the issue that's happening here. This is a liner tear. This is a loss of toxic processed wastewater. There's really no other way around that. It sounded like they said that they had removed the processed water that was stored on that stack. So how are both things possible? How is it that they had removed the processed water, but then they also noticed that there was, a, was there a decrease in the water there? I'm, I'm a little bit confused about that part. Yeah, what's been reported to the Florida Department of Environmental Protection is a processed wastewater loss. Right, so even though they have at this specific area removed the processed wastewater from the holding pond, that holding pond still sits atop concrete-like gypsum that's hardened over time. And interstitially between the layers of this fossil gypsum, there still exists processed wastewater. So likely that is what's been lost. However, it's it, it speaks back to the transparency problem. You know, normally when we see liner tears, you see a drop in elevation from a stack system like we saw last year. However, now we simply don't have the information and I'm worried that we will not receive it from Mosaic or from the Florida Department of Environmental Protection anytime soon. All we have is a pollution notice submitted along with a critical condition notification that says we have lost an indeterminate amount of this process wastewater. That's Reagan Whitlock, a staff attorney with the Center for Biological Diversity, speaking about a water leak at Mosaic's New Wales Phosphogypsum stack. Speaking with Sean Canan on WMNF's Tuesday Cafe, you can watch the full interview on our website, wmnf.org. Mosaic says the water will be recovered. Florida is buying an additional $120 million in bonds to assist Israel during the growing conflict with Hamas in Gaza. State Chief Financial Officer Jimmy Petronas announced yesterday. The move followed the purchase of $25 million in bonds on October 11th and brings the state's current holdings in Israel bonds to $200 million. The Florida Department of Financial Services said in a news release. For the weather, it's cool and fair in the Tampa Bay area. Highs today in the mid-70s and overnight lows in the mid-50s. Tomorrow will be sunny with highs in the lower 80s. I'm Josh Holton with the WMNF News Headlines on 88.5 FM and the WMNF app. This is The Scoop, recorded at WMNF Tampa.